What if? I love the idea of possibilities. I love even more the concept of owning our health. But how? For me, there are two key parts in owning our health, our belief and our work ethic. Having a strong belief may not always be enough on its own. We have to combine it with action. Take, for example, my 11-month-old grandson, Jackson, who's desperate to walk. So he stands, he wobbles, he falls, but he always gets right back up again. You can see and you can feel the determination in his face. It's across his brow and it's in the focus in his eyes. And of course, it's in the moments of victory when he smiles with such joy at his accomplishments when he does manage to stand and take a step. Our journey to health and well-being is about finding that fire in our eyes. The journey is one of putting the fire back into our belly, a fire of health and balance and well-being, a fire that fuels life, a love for life and a desire to live a long life. Yeah, sure, we have to put some work in along the way. Maybe that looks like some self-discipline, some food and lifestyle planning, a dose of determination or some good self-coaching along the way. But above all, we have to be honest with ourselves. Being honest means that if we say we want to feel better, we say we want to have more energy or feel less moody, be more focused mentally or eat more healthy, but we take no action to achieve that, then we simply aren't being honest with ourselves. Let's face it, one of our biggest problems to overcome on the journey to eating gut-friendly and health-supportive food is cravings, cravings for treats. Whether that's sweets or ice cream, chocolate, crisps, chips, the reality about comfort food eating is that the programming started young, when we learnt that birthdays meant cake and jelly and ice cream. So celebrations and treats from then on have needed to include cake and ice cream, right? That early programming gets embedded. So later in life we have to put in some serious work to reprogram ourselves. Instead of dipping your hand into the cookie jar, we have to write post-it notes to ourselves and place them all around the kitchen reminding ourselves of statements such as I choose good health, I choose gut-friendly food, or I love my gut. Reprogramming ourselves in this way using visible reminders all around us is actually a proven methodology. The great news is that in as little as 21 days you could feel more healthy, you could feel more awake, more energized, more alert mentally. Synergy's Purify Gut Reset program is just one way of achieving that. So what if you knew that this feeling of more energy and more mentally alert is actually just the beginning and that there's more progress still to come? What if you knew deep within every cell of your body that your body just needed a helping nudge towards improved health and that once you hold hands and step forwards together, then your body and you can reset itself. After all, our body replaces every red blood cell every 120 days. And our blood is our life force, it touches every cell and organ in our body. So just because today you don't have the level of health you want or the stamina you want, does not mean it isn't on its way to you. I'm always interested in stories um, of sort of disaster and accident and disability that turn around. So how is it that disabled veterans learn to walk again without surgery, beating all the odds after spending 10 years in a wheelchair? Or airborne troops who spend years putting their knees through agony, landing at speed over and over again, having jumped from aeroplanes, often ending up in braces or only able to walk with the use of canes and walkers, but then have miraculous changes to their condition? What do they all have in common? They'll all tell you that they decided not to be like that anymore. 
So don't let people tell you to settle for how things are, and for sure don't say it to yourself. Many of us have been told to accept where we are, often by medics and trained consultants and medical specialists. In my experience, it's a big mistake to let someone else tell you what you can do. It just doesn't have to be that way. You live in your body, no one else. It's your life and your choice how to treat your health and any diagnosis you receive. It's up to you how to react and how to adapt and take action. On a personal level, in 2007, I was told that I would always walk with a limp after another back injury. I did limp out of the consultant's office that evening, but I was muttering under my breath, you don't know me very well. Two years later, my limp was gone without trace and has never returned. What if our consultants don't know us and what we're capable of? Well, of course, how could they? They're busy people, stretched and pulled in many directions with many patients and clients. It's not that they give up on us, but they simply can't be there for us. That's our job to be there for us. So in summary, it's a lucky break that we can take responsibility for how we feel, what we do with our bodies, the choices we make for our lifestyle, and how we respond to a diagnosis. We are not our diagnosis. Even our disabilities are not all that we are just as we are not our job title or our spouse's other half. We are full beings, full of dreams, ideas, aspirations and goals. Our bodies can be willing partners in our journey, both to health and to success and significance. So never underestimate the power you give yourself of believing in you and believing in your body's ability to heal and restore. And you never have to go it alone. There are always people ready to, and happy to help. If you want to join up with like-minded people, visit my Facebook page, Simply Healthy, Simply Natural. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast.